welcome back another episode of let's talk with eric ari joins me this week as we talk about the best and worst resolution to choices plot lines and stories it's always a great time talking with ari so let's jump right in Hello. How's it going? It's been a while. <laughs> it has, yeah. It's going good. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. So what's new? Not much right now. Um, I'm getting excited because it's my brother's wedding in like a in like a few days. It's weird to say now. Uh, and then um, I'm currently isolating in my house because Molly has COVID. Yeah, so, we had to cancel our Taylor Swift recording because she wasn't feeling well enough. Yeah, it's it's been sad. The only contact we've really had is in text messages or our cats because the cats can't <laughs> carry the COVID. So <laughs> I you have them carry back notes. Uh, they no, because that would be touching. So it's just basically just like I'll feed uh, the cats and like like they'll cuddle with her while I'm at work and then I get home and like. Uh, her cat meows for food while my cat's just like, what is going on? I, I know it's not the case, but uh, I'm just imagining your cats having fanny packs on and you guys sticking notes to each other in the fanny packs to send to each other. That's how I'm imagining uh, your life right now. Honestly, post-COVID might do that. <laughs> Hello, Molly. How are you today? <laughs> well, like, what she used to do, so when we were quarantining together during the first round, like the first like bit of it um we uh were watching criminal minds and she had this one little like fake note that she used to send to me anytime i'd be up in my room she would send it to me it just says do you want to watch criminal minds one yes or no i am so pissed about criminal minds right now (laughs) i saw your tweet that they don't have the last season on there number one Season 12 is not very good. No, I did it's not, not like season 12 at all. And then it's like, you get, we got to the end of season 12. We're like, all right, we'll power through. And then hopefully season 13 goes back to what we like about the show. Mm-hmm. With, you know, Spencer not in prison. Because that, it's just such a disjointed storyline. They went, mm, we need to get rid of him for a little bit. Go do. Go do. so disjointed. And it's just took away from like the chemistry of the show and we're like oh we'll power through and we get to the end and then usually i'll say like you know hit like hit the button to go to the next episode but it pops up and like do you want to start criminal minds beyond borders i was like why would i start that there's three more seasons and then i'm like oh no oh no and i look and they only got 12 seasons on disney plus and it's no longer on Netflix in Canada, and it's not on Prime. Apparently, one of the major television networks in Canada owns the rights to seasons 13, 14, and 15, but they're not streaming uh, it anywhere. Oh, no. So it's for just us, in, it's like, in CBS it's in this li- Yeah, it's basically this limbo land for the show until their rights end and Disney Plus can take it back. That's also, that's how it is for Spider-Man for us. For which one? Spider-Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> no streaming site can have it. Yeah, we have it we have it on, on Netflix in Canada, the movies. 
this is why I like to torrent or not all it not torrent, but like so I use a VPN. So then I saw that it was somebody said it was on Paramount Plus, so I got a month of Paramount Plus and there's nothing on there. It sucks. <laughs> At least on the Canadian versions, there's like there's the CSIs and like SWAT and Survivor, but not enough for me to keep paying the price for it. And I, I can't get Hulu. <laughs> I currently only have Paramount Plus to watch Drag Race and I'm on my friend's account. I've never dra- watched Drag Race. I love it. I Granted, like, it, there's a lot of stuff about it that, like, early seasons kind of are not great because a lot of, like, transphobia and that kind of stuff. But, like, I genuinely really enjoy the show. It's fun. It's just my mind gets to turn off for a bit, and I really like the drag queens on there. It's nice to have a show that you don't really have to think about. That's like Survivor. Yeah. I was like, I just... um, They're doing, like, an all-winter season right now. So it's like people, nobody's going home, and it's just people who won, and it's like, like the entire cast except for one person. I'd be happy if they won. So I'm like, what's I'm the point of nobody, time. nobody being eliminated? Because they get like, like, like a little like bad stuff, and then if they win a challenge, um, and then whoever has the most, the four people who have the most, get to lip sync for the crown. Um, and then if they win a challenge, they then, so like if they win the smaller challenges, like each episode has one challenge, if they win the challenge, there's two people who win and they lip sync and whoever wins the lip sync gets, uh, what you call it? $10,000. Uh, and they get to block someone from getting a badge the next week. So it's, (laughs) it's like mind games, but I'm like, I'm having a great time. I'm like, there's two episodes out now and both of them are just... I was like, I'm having a great time. I mean, there's no point jumping in on a, on a season and a winter season. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, one of my friends recently started watching, so like, also I've been rewatching a lot of stuff because she's been telling, talking to me about it, and I'm like, mm, that was a really good season. I should go rewatch it. Uh, I started watching this, the new season of The Circle on Netflix. I've never watched The Circle. I always think about it, and then I just... It, something about it, just I can never do it. it. It's nice It's nice as a background show. I'll put it on, and then I can still do other stuff on my phone. Fair point. All right, ready to get to today's topic? Yeah. All right, so we're discussing best and worst plotline resolutions. Uh, so I'll let you start. Uh, no, you start with best or worst, either one. I got to get the worst, my, one of my least favorite. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. One of the worst ones, I think, which is Distant Shores. <laughs> Distant Shores bothers me to this day. I have not reread it because the resolution, which is no resolution, bothers me so much. I just, every time I think about it, I get angry. 
Yeah, like rewrite the rewrite it when you realize it's a one book. Yeah. And it's like one like as we talked about before that like the a lot of the books suffer from like interesting beginning, dull middle, interesting end. And it's one that suffers from it, I think, but like it there's a lot more interest to it, but I just don't think it got what it wanted. But like by the time like I was really interested in the plot, they've already decided it's one book. And then they were like, What if we just ended it by being like, Mmm, up in the air? And they're like, You get I think they even like said that like in one of like their like the follow up blogs. They're like, We wanted to leave it up to you so you can imagine what the MC's journey is. And I was like, I don't want that. I want yeah. you to tell me that my MC went back to the pirate ship and lived happily ever after. But nope. They're like, make up your own story, damn it. I I, every time. And I wanted my buddy cop book too. It was just MC just having that buddy cop moment and just having a great time by having an awful time but still having a great time and then like little flashes of romance but like mostly buddy cop movie. I think it would have been so fun. Yeah. It, it's definitely the resolution that's not a resolution in any way. Yes. I would 100% agree. I mean, I got the compass. Let's just jump back in time together. I was like, and they're just going to be friends now? Like, they're just going to be okay with it? Yeah, after everything that happened. <laughs> I was like, no, absolutely not. G- get, like, give me one chapter of them arguing together and then being like, all right, let's go. And then, like, and then the happy, like, the happily ever after. That's what I want. That's what I want. And they went, mm, what if? What if we didn't? Yeah. Where where what really happened was that that was the ending when they were probably planning a series and then they were like, we're too lazy to fix it because we don't care enough. Yeah, I think... <laughs> That's I what think it actually happened. <laughs> we I don't care just, enough to fix it. They just made too many plot holes for themselves and I think that's going to be kind of like a trend because I was like when I was looking through the list, I was like, I think the trend with plot resolutions that I feel aren't as good as other ones is that you can tell that they were planning on making a book too if it was popular enough and it wasn't popular enough and so then they had to like finish it really quickly and then they weren't able to because they left too many because they were trying to set them up for like a book too and there's just too many open plot devices I think like on the other hand like kind of going forward a little bit like Wake the Dead while I'm still kind of frustrated only had one book I think they did a really good job of closing a lot of their plots that they set up that they went, they set it like they, they're like, here's what we could have done, but we're going to take care of it in these books. So that way we're not leaving it open that you guys are like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? I do. I, I do have one of their plot resolutions on my worst list and that's the, the resolution to the tower. That's very fair. I will it give you that. It was way too rushed. It's uh we captured the main character and then all of a sudden you're, you, sh- you shoot him and he's dead and it's done. Yeah, it was very anticlimactic. I think it should have been given more time dedicated to it and I agree with what you said you've said before about that you think that it, that would have been the focus of the second book and I think they were like we have to like encompass this and kind of go like be like alright MC's moved on from this but like by doing that they kind of shot themselves in the foot by like being like by having this like great plot idea and having to end it so they're like uh he's dead yeah once i mean i'm glad that 
on one hand, I'm glad we didn't get the distant shores treatment where it's not resolved at all. Yes, agreed. But, and I, I understand why I've said plenty of times. I understand why there's not a book too. It just it didn't it didn't make enough money for the. I don't think there's enough sex for the silent majority to yeah. invest in the book. Unfortunately. But they could have given us a little more. Maybe even drag it out. Even if it's dragged out two chapters. Yeah, I wish they'd given it like one more chapter of like maybe like making it harder to capture. Like um, maybe he actually takes you back to the tower and then your friends have to save you and then you still kill him. And that could lead to, lead to a nice dirty 30. Or if we don't want to do dirty like, thirty, like a dirty eighteen. Yeah, there's definitely different ways they they could have elaborated more on that plot instead of just ending it within like seconds. Yes. Uh, I mean, and overall, I mean, that's really the only plot line that was really rushed. Like, it really just seemed like they realized it wasn't getting a book two, but they didn't want to leave it as unresolved so i think they like changed it slightly so that it just it all encompassed into one chapter yeah because i would feel that you like i think what may have happened is i think that you may have captured him in the previous version and then he's like you're not gonna get me and like escaped in some kind of way and then that was like a mc like a call to the mc to be like i need to go take care of this yeah which like, leads into book two yeah that was my prediction of what would have happened but I think they were like, we need to resolve this and we can't just leave him out there. We need the tower to be defeated in some kind of way. Especially because, like, we want to, as readers, see, like, this group that, like, has literally been sacrificing people not exist anymore. Yeah, and, I mean, the first the first major death in the book is one of your friends rushing to help the other people and dying. Yeah. And it's the you running from those zombies is what kills you, what kills your, well, I mean, we find out it doesn't kill, but what do you think kills your sister? Yes, it, yeah. I like. I I think that was a. It was a good way. Everything else, like I think, wrapped up really nicely. It was just like I think that like the fact that like that like they didn't leave it I mean, very as, as nicely as they could have with one. Yes, with one I, that's. I think that's a good caveat. Is like I think that like granted I could they have stretched stuff out absolutely yeah but they did I think they did the best job they could other than the resolution other than the resolution to the tower I felt like they did the best they could with everything else yeah so what's one of your best plot resolutions um I think Veil of Secrets Veil of Secrets. I think it it makes sense because it's a mystery. It's interesting. It's an interesting plot, and the the way it resolves itself is by solving the mystery. And I like, like I hate it, but I love when they do the like pay to find clues to unlock more of the story. I like I hate it as a person who like doesn't want to spend gems, even though I have like a surplus at this point. Like it's like <laughs> I don't want to spend gems, um, but like. I love it because I love uncovering more and more and more and getting to know more about what happened. And then I also, like, I, I, this might be a controversial statement, but I kind of loved the fact that you kind of had to pay for the ending. I think that like, I wish that it had been free and then like a little bit more if you wanted, but 
I think that, like, that was a nice compromise between getting something, like, Distant Shores or getting something, like, a good resolution. Yeah. Is, like, the, you have to pay for your scene. It's, like, granted, you're paying for a dirty 30 most of the time, regardless. Um, and it sucks if you don't have gems, but, like, it's a book that deserves gems. Like, it's a book that you deserve to spend your gems on. And I, like, I just, I think everything in that book, both romantic-wise and plot-wise, except for Flynn going to be a cop, um, all resolved very nicely to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, they they tied it up really well. And the reveal of Duffy being the bad guy? The first time I did not see it coming. I, like, I don't know if I just did not have my brain working, but I did not see it coming. I, w- I was thinking it was going to be, like, Grant or one of them. That's what I thought. I was like, one of the allies. I was be not it. expecting it to be Duffy. I was like, well, clearly there's a kid involved. No, actually, I was, I was thinking Grant's sister the first time I read it. I thought she was, because she was tied to fiancé. Yeah. She could have, she was the maid of honor for Kate. So I was like, you know, I... I this this girl's sketchy. And then they showed Buff, uh, Duffy blowing, shooting uh, the sheriff in the head. And I'm like, God. oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's not what I expected. And then when they, I mean, if you did pay for everything, you see how everything worked out. I'm like, it all makes sense. Yeah. Like, and it has such good replayability as a book because you want to replay to kind of get all the clues and, like, you want to replay to know what's happening. See if you can kind of spot where Duffy is, like, like the little hints. Because, like, when you replay, you can kind of see the hints of it. But, like, the first time, I thought it was going to be a Gone Girl. I thought it was going to be, like, Kate was doing it herself. <laughs> like, there was a little bit of my brain that went, it's going to be Gone Girl. Because, like, everybody kept being, no, Kate's so nice. She's so sweet. She's so nice. And I went, I don't trust yeah, this girl. Yeah, I, I, I never thought it was Kate. I thought it was Grant's sister the entire time until it Grant's- was revealed yeah, I just, I, I thought they had made her too antagonistic. The fact that she went in the first chapter, she goes, don't flirt with my brother. I went, mm, you're not the one. I went, you're going to be a, a red herring, but you're not the one. So that was, that was on my best list as well. Um, I also had, uh, I mean, going back to Wake the Dead, I might as well close off that one. But I thought the, <laughs> the reveal of the first zombie queen being the person that saves you in the bonus scene. Yes. Which shows why the zombie queen seems so connected to Brynn. Yes. Oh, my God. That was so good. That was, was a like... great resolution showing, you know, closing that on why that first zombie queen seemed so connected. It was so, like, and it was such a good reward scene. Because, like, I think sometimes the reward scenes, Cough, Cough, Wolf Bride, fall flat. Um, we didn't even get one in Wolf Bride. There's nothing to fall flat to. They went, they went, you're going to get a reward scene. And the, the reward scene is just uh, throughout the fight, you get, like, little things. that they're, And they're like, that's it. And everyone went, no, that, that's, that's not, not what you said. Yeah, that is not what you said. <laughs> Um, but I think sometimes like the reward scenes like aren't as interesting as like the plot and you're like I spent all these diamonds to like I don't know if this is a controversial opinion but I think the unexpected heiress I, I didn't really like it I was like I would like I like I guess that they're like going capitalizing on the sister but I was like at this point the sister's dead and gone like like sorry to be callous but she's gone like it wasn't interesting 
Um, but like the Wake the Dead one was interesting, and I was like, I like, I think that's so fascinating. It makes me think more about the plot, and it, like again, makes me want to reread the book. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you, you know, because when you first meet the zombie queen, you're like, you know, they just seem really connected to. Bryn and bringing Bryn in as as the new queen. I'm just like, you know, why is there that connection there? It can't be just because Bryn's strong. Yeah, and it's like she's so fighting for Bryn so much. But again, it's just it was such a good job with finding a good resolution in a, a crappy situation of Something that could have been easily two books. Yeah. Maybe three. I, I think it would have been perfect two book series, but I wouldn't have been upset with a three book series. But it the fact that they were able to end and end with good resolutions in one book for the most part is impressive. I would agree. Alright, so what's your next one for worst? Um I, I, rules of engagement. Uh, so I, I am a rules of engagement apologist. I do. There's parts of the book I do enjoy. Um, there's a lot of the books I don't enjoy, um, which is why when I read it, I usually tap through like half of the sibling stuff. But I don't think, except for Jess, I was completely happy with anybody's ending. With MC just like forgiving her aunt or you could choose not to but like with the choice to forgive her aunt for literally setting her up for murder your um, your aunt should be in prison yes <laughs> to it was attempted cousin, murder the cousin just randomly being pregnant and they're like mm, have sympathy for her like, I don't really have sympathy for her and then like like the, like the grandma shaming you if you decide to like not have sympathy for her um to Nicole like giving up her like giving up on everything basically be like mm, i'm gonna be do film now i was like and then being with the worst ally to justin like basically proposing because he's being forced to to mc kind of just like having just no backbone and it's just all of it just every single one and like i love a lot of parts of it but god damn, every single one of them, I was like, I was like, is this really how you're gonna end it? Is this really how you're gonna end it? Yeah, I mean, none of, none of, I mean, it's a bad book, anyways. I think it's a horrible series. But none of the resolutions are like I'm not convinced that MC and whoever she chooses are, aren't divorced in a year or two. Awesome. That part, I'm, a, I'm in. Royal, rules of engagement apologist I also have a whole full headcanon in my head of if MC and uh, the royal romance marries uh, Liam that MC in rules of engagement also marries uh, Leo and then I have this whole headcanon of Liam and the MC from Roe being besties and being best friends and the MC from Roe just showing up to like the balls and stuff and just completely antagonizing Madeline just for the fun of it like I have this whole headcanon in my head of like everything that happens like way too much thought into rules of engagement yes it is yes it is way more than necessary 
and Leo's not even the one who I romance. <laughs> now you romance the gold digger, right? Leo, he's so good. He's just, he's Drake Light. He's so good. He's a gold digger. He literally is so sad because he's like, straight out of the Kanye West song. He's like, I can't give you all the stuff that these other guys can give you because he literally has to deliver the flowers. I'm only here because I want your money. And the moment you choose somebody else, I'm going to disappear even though I work on this cruise ship. He gets to deliver the flowers and he's like, I'm sad. I can't give this to you. And MC's like, I don't want, I don't care about that part. So good. <laughs> I just he's he him and Leo like Leo does have enjoyable parts in the book, but like Dean's one of the very few things I do enjoy in that book. I enjoy Dean. I enjoy um Blake and Jess's relationship, and then I enjoy a few scenes between Justin and Elena. Not all of it, but a few scenes. Everything else can go in the trash. But those, those are good. And then I also love that they were like, what if we gave this book an epilogue? And we get, literally made every single other character worse or went against the canon content. Which is fun. Yeah, I don't have I don't have much more to say about Rotom engagement. <laughs> so I'm gonna move on. My 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 next worst is the royal finale. Agreed. I was I was Bastion being the person that what actually the hell? is the leak. What the hell? I was like I was gonna say the same thing because I was gonna say that I think the royal romance had a really good strong ending. And then in a strong plot resolution, because they literally went through and they went every single plot device, we're going to tie it up, we're going to tie it up, we're going to tie it up. And they went, mm, what if we just pulled on those ties a little bit? Um, and then that's when we got the royal heir and all of us went, okay, I guess. And they went, one last book, royal finale, we're going to mess everybody up. And I was like, you guys are lucky I love Drake and the heir and I mean, made friend group so much. You have useless mirror right there. Have her be the leak. Why do you got to ruin Bastion? It makes no sense considering everything else Bastion has done the entire series. They really went, we need to give Drake a plotline in this book. <laughs> which is the idea of loyalty, which is his whole character. I just, what was the reason? What was the reason? It was, it was dumb. Between that and deciding to not involve Olivia in anything, which is stupid. She's the only competent person in your in your friend group most of the time. Yeah. But we're not going to involve the most competent person we know. And it's not like they do, it's not like they don't know that we enjoy Olivia. Like they put her on the book cover. She has like cameos or like it has a cameo and mentions in um why can't I think of the name of the book? The one that's coming. Uh, just Crimes finished. of Passion. Crimes of Passion. That one. Um. So she has cameos. Like they made it a diamond scene because they know people would pay diamonds to spend time with her. And and yet here we are, where they just literally did not put her in the book at all. And like she literally knows all the information. Also, they never solved the plot line. Like they were like, mm, Jin went. Mm, I'll be talking to you. And then Jin just disappeared. 
I, I mean, he's not the first person, and Madeline disappears. I know if, I, I mean, I guess if you mean, if, if, if she betrays you, you kick her out of Cadonia, but I didn't betray her. Like, I was nice yeah. to her. She didn't betray me in my storyline. There's no purpose. There's no reason for her to just disappear. I was like, Madeline at least, though, had a reason. Like, there was a reason involved somewhere. That like that like maybe coding wise it would have been hard to do. Jin just they went. You'll see him again, and then you never saw him again. And like I I'm pretty sure it's because they expected everybody to be like, oh my god, Jin and Olivia should date. Which I granted, I still kind of think they would have been a fun couple. But then everybody was like, no no no, Amalus, Amalus is the one we want. And they went, that's very fair. No more Jin, just gone. No plot reason. He's just gone. Yeah, it's. They should have just let it end with the first trilogy. Yeah, and I was like, I love the air. There's some really great scenes in the royal air. They make they make Kara dumb all of a sudden, even though they play her off as being one of the smarter people. Oh my court. god, yeah. They really went back on like half of like the like descriptions. Like, of all characters. of a sudden, she's a disorganized person who plans two parties at once. Yeah. And. Everything about it, everything about it, and like Bertrand also at the end of the first series had kind of gotten his like redemption from like that like first series, and they're like, what if we didn't? And also the whole thing of Maxwell writing the books, and people are like, are you gonna write another book, Maxwell? And I was like, how? Three things have happened. Do you expect him to write a book about three events? Like that's not gonna be a very interesting book. Yeah. I mean, he, he stole your story already. I'm sure you can just find somebody else's story and steal it. I mean, yeah, but, like, still. <laughs> like, people are asking him to write a role of romance, too, and I was just like, there's no logic. No. Because the first book would have covered all the first trilogy, right? Yeah, because that's what they say, because, like, when you go to a reading later on about it, you talk about, you like, you read the proposal, because, like, I, it's a very vivid memory for me. I, when you read, when you go to the book reading, I, I just remember Drake talking about his proposal. And so it's, it ends with the wedding, which means that the next book would be about the royal heir. But, like, they're asking him literally when MC is still pregnant, which means that nine months haven't passed. She, she's a, she delivers, like, a month early. So that means, like, about, like eight months have passed or like nine months actually for conception stuff but like less than a year has passed and people are like another book we need a we need a we need a scene where he's shown to be a fraud Right, um. So, uh, next best for you. Um, I would say like for me it would be Acor, a courtesan of Rome. I think they had four separate plot lines that were going on throughout the book with each of the members of the family, with the main focus being on MC, and they did such a nice job of tying them together in like ways that like I wasn't really expecting. Like, when I first found out that the brother was, like, battle, like, was, like, a warrior and then was loyal to Caesar, I was like, oh, this is so good. And when, like, the dad was also a warrior and, like, like, every, 
every single plot line, like, it tied together so well. And then all tied together with the main plot of, like, the stabbing of Caesar. And then yeah. it, like, and then it ended. And it ended in a really interesting way to me, where it's, like, you kind of could, like, decide what you wanted to happen to MC. And decide what happened to the MC's family that, like, was... Like, was everybody going to survive? Was everybody going to, like, go off and do things? Uh, were people going to have, like, lovers or things like that? Was MC going to be a political figure? Or was she going to go be with her family? Like, what was going to happen? And I thought, like, all of, like, and your choices, like, mattered to it. Which is, I think, the other part. I thought it was so interesting. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, they definitely did a really good job tying every all all those storylines together at the end like all the different all the different avenues um that that the story went and tying the family back together to each other like it, def, it definitely very easily could have fell apart and they did a good job making sure that it all came together and everybody uh everybody made sense to work uh together yeah, Acor is just truly a masterpiece of a book. It's everything about it. Every time I think about that book, it is one of the best books that it Choices has. Yeah, like I wish they would do more of those historical, like true historical uh, stories and like just change it up a bit. It would have been so interesting like to see like another like really big, like I don't think they could do anything too current because like I, I think it's a very fine line and I think the fact they chose an event that not only is um, what you call it is not only a historical event but it's a historical event that happened a really long time and has already been put into like a famous piece of literature they were able to do it versus like I think if they did something like World War II-esque I think they might get a lot of pushback on it yeah I mean you have to be you have to be careful where you're pulling it from I definitely agree. It makes me really excited for Guinevere. I like, I'm hoping it's going to have a similar, I don't think it truly will, but I'm hoping it will have a similar vibe to Acor because like the idea between the two of them feels very similar of like a retelling of a very famous, like, like famous story. Yeah. And I think that like, if they do well with like, if they kind of follow the same path that Acor followed, which I don't know if they will, because I think a lot of the writers who wrote Acor are gone. Um, I think it could be really good. Yeah, no, it definitely. I'm I'm excited to see what they what they do with it. Right, um, my next best is would be uh, the Crown of Flame, uh, the the reveal of why Raiden betrayed everybody. Yes. Because uh, when he first did it, it just seemed so out of out of nowhere for his character oh my to portray like that. But they they tied it together well because, like, you know, as a Sly master, he couldn't really share why he was doing it right away. Like he kind of made the decision as he was going to do it. I believe, uh, but I, I liked how it tied together to why he did it. To I get that, I... to get what they needed to kill. Yeah, I think I told you the story of like the first time I read *Crown and the Flame*. 
I was romancing Raiden with like Diavolos on the side, but like Raiden was my main ally because Diavolos doesn't show up till book three. And I was the first time I read it, I literally the angry texts I sent to Molly because I was so mad. I was literally like, I was seeing, I was like, I put my heart and soul into this man and he's gonna betray me. And then I loved that that was one of the first times that, like, we not one of the first, but like, we don't really get to see into a lot of the other people's minds. Like, we got Kenna and we got Dom. And then we got Val for a little bit, but Raiden was so interesting because it was like, it's like obviously like he's gonna think differently than the, anybody else because his mind works differently because he does different yeah. things, and it's like I w- it was so fascinating to me to like kind of hear like like kind of see like him kind of do his spy master stuff, and then I also loved the fact that it angers Val and so they had contention between the two of them and like Kenna's like trying to balance the two of them and if you're romancing either of them or both of them like that adds a whole other layer to it too. Yeah, like it's. It was the first scene that I that I read in a choices book where I'm like, I can imagine that as part of a TV show and that happening on your screen and just like throwing something at the TV. Yeah. But then the reveal of that, you know, he never really betrayed you. He was just, you know, getting what he needed out of out of the other side. And then it led to a real nice steamy scene. I didn't, I didn't take it. I did. <laughs> he he basically sure. is just like, he's like, let me apologize in bed. And I'm, and Kenna goes, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> she went, bet. At least he gives you an orgasm, unlike Zig. I swear to God. <laughs> it is uh, it is a point in the book when you romance him, when you take his scenes they, they like in the choices way of saying orgasm. They they say it. So there's mul- there's there's plenty of evidence of Zig not giving you an orgasm. I've read the entire series. Zig is just Zig there's is one of the best. There's plenty of evidence where you get him off and then he rolls over and goes to bed. Oh my god. I mm. <laughs> Zig is one of my favorites, and you know this. That's why I said it. I know it's gonna. <laughs> I have my opinion. That's... You have yours. But I knew if I said it, it would bug you, so I said it. <laughs> All right. So, what's next on worst for you? Cliff in Big Sky Country. <laughs> the the fact that he gave the farm partially to MC. Why? I actually don't think that's bad. I think oh. I think he knew that the other two would just eat each other alive and I think he knew he needed that third person to keep the peace. I just like in my mind I I Big Sky Country the MC just bothers me a lot cuz like MC just like give like basically it's just like I'm gonna stay here and then they have their dream job waiting for them and they go no I'm gonna stay on this branch working like uh, like farm work and like granted like some people is, that's, it like, their, their, is it their dream job you specifically get to pick your dream job you uh, like true. you 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 get to pick from three options and you say my dream job is being a writer a teacher and something else 
But she and falls in love. My MC doesn't. None of those allies interest me. Okay, well, I guess it depends <laughs> on, on how you like the series. For me, it works my... <laughs> because I actually really love the, the, ro- the romance with Juliet. Yeah. So I... <laughs> it, it works for me. My MC got I... engaged, but is not in love. Okay, well, all right, well, I guess it depends on your feelings on the series, but I yeah. don't think it's a bad resolution because I uh, I really like the series and I love the romance with Juliet. Yeah, I just like, in my mind, to give your life's work partially to someone who decided to stay on a whim, like, doesn't to me make sense. Like, I, I just like, I can't imagine, like, putting my blood sweat and tears my my family's work into all of this and then deciding that it's like it's just gonna go to this random person and like it depends on i guess it depends on the timeline i mean everything's rushed because it's a choices book but i mean i feel like it's years that you're there but it's not though i know it's not but I was like, in the in the context of the book, we know it's less than a year, because it's we have only one birthday, and also we only have one season. But like, we we have only like we have less than a year, and so I just I can't like it. It just it's too much of a suspension of disbelief. If it's going to be a realism book, it's too much of a suspension of disbelief that somebody would do this. And then it also kind of sucks because. Cliff specifically says, I'm trying to not, like, I'm trying to make sure that, like, the balance is kept and everything. And then what happens if you choose Sawyer? Who's the ally that's the main ally for the book? If you choose Sawyer, you're getting married to him. Technically, unless it's in the prenup, which mine is yours. He it's also convincing anyways. He technically, like, owns the ranch now, or, like, he, like, or he is, like, a partial owner of the ranch now. Or, like, part like larger owner it's all like, three of them own it together yes sorry i meant to say he's a larger owner of the ranch yeah or that, like, he he has more sway it's like if if it's the three of them having an argument about like what to do with like a plot of land i i would think that like you're probably like you like you don't have to agree with everything with your significant other but like you're gonna have a lot more sway and if it's like we want to build a small house for us, but if that's you're marrying Sawyer anyways, then it makes sense that you're going to be part of it anyways because you're basically his his daughter-in-law. I, it's just too much for me. I, I just can't imagine it. I, I can understand what you're saying. I just I really like the book, so I didn't. I didn't. See I, it I think that that's resolution. also part of it is that I just did not enjoy Big Sick. I, I love the the resolution of if you do marry Juliet, you end up you build your house half on the Mendoza side and half on your side. Oh, that's really cute. So literally, your house is built half on each ranch. That's if really you marry cute. Juliet. I like I mean, that. Technically, that I, like. I don't know if it actually happens because it's actually like the ending is actually like. A like in your head, like what you're imagining is gonna happen. Yeah, but I imagine it's gonna be true. It's kind of like if you watch Scrubs and you see in JD's head what he what he thinks is gonna happen. I I, I assume that that's just like their way of being like, hey, we're not gonna do a flash forward, but we want you to know that like this is what happens. Yeah, but like I really like the the house is built on half of each land. That's really cute. I like that. I didn't get that. 
Yeah, well, you only get that if you marry Juliet. <laughs> yeah. I just... But, oh, no, I understand what you're saying. I, just, I, I don't see it because I really like the series, but I understand it is it is out of nowhere where he's just like, yeah, you're, you're, you're one of the three owners now. Yeah. Uh, so for my next horse, I'm actually going to combine four to kind of get them off the list, but it's... It really comes down to when, actually, it's actually five, but when the most obvious person is revealed as the villain. Okay. Um, I think so <laughs> the five that jumped out for me was Landry, who is the one who sabotaged you in Open Heart 1. Yeah. Uh, Jason's the leader of the Brotherhood. Yeah. Winston is the bad guy in Foreign Affairs. Yeah. Nathan's evil in the Junior. That one I, that one I was... I, I was thinking of other things, but I can still see that. And Sadie working for the killer. In yes. Laws of Attraction. Um, so those are the five that I mean. There's tons of other ones where it's just like you can you have you have all this you know like you said in in Field of Secrets like it, it's not the obvious person it's Duffy. Yes. In t- these ones, it's just it's instead of sagging, they're just like yeah, let's just make it what it is. Can I propose another one that I might think be, might be controversial, but absolutely a very scandalous proposal. I love that book, but I saw that reveal from a mile away. Yeah, the the best friend being the yeah one who like the story. I think it it was so interesting. Like everything else, so interesting. I love a very scandalous proposal. I think it's such a fascinating book, but that one particular thing, I was like, I was like, bestie, please. Bestie, just look with your eyes. But I would agree with like almost all of those that like the Landry one is the one that like always gets me because I'm like, did, who did they think that we were gonna think it was? Like, yeah. there's nobody else. Like it, it makes no. He's jealous all the time on your uh, for for everybody's success. Like literally like, starting clearly, in like chapter two. Yeah, like from the moment you meet him, he's jealous of you. Because you're you're able to go talk to Ethan, and then he's like, oh, like Ethan had like a good like a good thing with you, and then you have the chance to impress Ethan later. And no matter what you pick, he's upset. And I'm like, I was like, you're not gonna be my friend. I know this is gonna end poorly. Yeah. And then Nathan, I'm like, how can anybody see this character and not think that he's evil with uh, the other two? I went when I was reading it. I went, he's a little like I was like, mm, he's rich, so he's not good. But I think he might be good in every other regard. But I think that's because I was thinking of, like, the L.I. glasses that, in my mind, I was like, I no. So I thought that, like, I thought they were going to introduce a new L.I. every book because that's what they did. Is that, like, the, the first, like, the, like every year I thought they were going to introduce a new L.I. Um, so for the people who waited. And I was like, okay, so Nathan's the new one. And I thought the rest of the fraternity was going to be bad, but I thought Nathan was going to be the one good one. <laughs> <laughs> I was incorrect. Rose colored glasses on that one. Yeah, I already had planned another playthrough. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do every single like I'm gonna restart from the junior and then like play with that one and then when whoever it is in the senior, I'll replay with that yeah, one. I, I was like, I get an anxious imagining me like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna i I'm just gonna start the senior a single later and see how Nathan's goes and then boom, he's evil. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, that's fun. And I went, mm, he's rich. I should have seen this coming. But I definitely saw the rest of the fraternity coming a mile away. But but Nathan was the one. I went, no, he's gonna be the one good one and help us out. I was wrong. 
I think out of the five I listed, Sadie's probably the least obvious. Uh, I I thought Sadie was pretty obvious in my mind. Oh, I'm, I think she's obvious. I'm just saying out of the ones I listed, she's the least obvious. Like, it was obvious Jason was a bad guy and Rana die. See, for me, Jason was a lot less. I, like, I, I could see it. Like, when they started, like, there was, like, a certain point where I was, like, I was, like, oh, okay. But, like, they do the reveal so <laughs> early with him that I was, like... Or, like, they do their, like, the, like, hey, like, MC knows, like, or he knows about MC, that, like, in my mind, I was, like, okay, so that's the big reveal for him. And I think for him as well, I was, like, I was, like, okay, like, not with the LA glasses, but I was, like, okay, they did his reveal, he's just gonna probably, like, he's just, like, a cop that, like, like, cops are, like, a cab, like, just, he's not great. And then, they're, like, and then there was a point where I went, oh, no, I think it's worse. I don't even know what point it was. I think it was like when they were doing one of the car chases. I was like, mm, yeah, no, it I was, think it's worse. It was pretty early on. I was like, ah, Jason's definitely the part of the Brotherhood. Once it's, they started, like, I started thinking about the name the Brotherhood, I went, oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think uh, the two that were the most obvious for me were Landry and Winston from Born Affairs. Oh, yeah. Everybody literally is Winston showed up. I, like, I think my little, my first tweet reaction from foreign affairs i said he's gonna betray us yeah like i said he, he, i said he's, I run, love... he's, he's running <laughs> wait i know i want to find if that was i know i tweeted something like that i think i said i think i said something like i know winston is about gonna betray us but i do love him all right so what's next on your best um i think I, I think this one would be probably one that you would agree with. And I think it's the idea of making the choice in Endless Summer. I think the fact that they let the reader get to pick. That, like, they give you all the facts and they go, you get to pick the ending. You get to pick how this resolves. Because every MC is going to be played differently. And even, like, based on what ally you pick, it could be played differently. Or, like, the friendships that you make that could be played differently. And yeah. I think that, like, picking your own ending... And, like, like just getting... Even if it's just the one scene, those are some of the most gut-wrenching scenes in the entire, like, app. Like, they did yeah, such a good job with them. None of the endings are are really happy. Like, the happiest ones where you all just stay. But it's not really happy. You're still losing everybody. Yeah, it's... But absolutely, like, all three... I mean, that's, that's definitely the case of... The other side is the the way they did it in Cross the Void, where it isn't done well. Yeah, I I think they did such a good job of like with that one, and they set such a high bar. I think with being able to like pick your ending that like I literally thought there was gonna. Like, I read Across the Void. I was gonna say this for another like worst, but like it like they it it just fell so flat. And, like, there was one of them. I really went, that's it? And I think yeah, it was the... I, I was think like, the difference is none of the endings felt earned in Across the Void. Like, it was just... Yes. It was a bad book. It was so hard. They they dropped the ball so much on... So... I, I didn't even... I was looking there. I was like, there's way too many bad plot resolutions. I'm not even going to include it in my list. <laughs> But they dropped the ball so bad in that one. But the the difference with End, Endless Summer is that you the endings are earned. Like if you they sent three three books building up to those resolutions. 
Yes. I would agree. And but I think that the, they were trying to for Across the Void, but they couldn't because they were like, mm, A lot book. of the resolutions in that book are only good if you actually take all the diamond scenes. Yes. Otherwise, quite a few of the plot points fall hard without diamond scenes. I, I, it's definitely one of the books on in the app that taking diamond scenes actually matter. And, like, Across the Void, like, it... It doesn't, it, like, you kind of said, like, it doesn't feel earned. Like, you get these endings, but, like, why should I care? Like, why should I care about what side I pick? Like, if I didn't, like, if I didn't take any of the diamond scenes, why am I going to care which side? I'm going to pick the equal side. I'm like, that's, like, the perfect ending is that, like, the war ends. And yeah. then, like, I was, like, I was, like, the sacrifice ending, like, was sad, but, like, it wasn't that sad. Like, yeah, I was, I'm like, not... Why I'm not connected this? with any of these characters. Like it does none of this none of this works for me. Yeah. But Endless Summer definitely like they did such a good job with like the three separate endings and kind of also leading up to it kind of hinting to like, hey, like you're gonna have to make a choice, like the endless being like you're gonna have to make a choice of what you're gonna do and yeah. like how you're gonna let this happen. And then, then actually getting to make the choice and not being having the choice made for us, I think was really good. Exactly, and even the endlesses, and like their resolution was even good. You know, their death scene was heartbreaking. Oh my god, yeah. When they're looking up and they just they see everybody in the stars, and they're like, you know, I'm I'm gonna join my friends now. So and then you like, you know when you realize that you know they've seen their friends die thousands of times. It's the book is so good. It's an amazing series. I don't care what anybody says. I like. I I do agree with people what they say that you have to spend diamonds to enjoy it. Like yes. I think the, like it's very hard to not enjoy or to enjoy if you don't have diamonds. You but, you miss too much of the story if you don't take yeah. diamond scenes. There's yeah. too much story behind paywall. So I understand. Like I, I understand the people who are like you know I don't want I don't want to spend all the diamonds, but even with the diamonds, it's such a good story. Like it's the it's definitely the one series that I don't mind that I, that I've bought everything. Yes, I would agree. Like the Crown and the Flame, like I've bought everything, but it's still it's like you don't need the diamond scenes. You need the diamond scenes in Endless Summer. Yes. Otherwise, you 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 lose too much of the resolution. And I think that's like also like it's just early choices that like your diamond scenes really mattered a lot more versus current choices where like I think the diamond scenes are great and they add a lot of plot but like unless it's like a collectible they're really not going to change anything and it's always it's usually like an all or nothing type thing it's like if you get all of them like you get like a special scene or if you get like three quarters of them then like maybe you get something special like versus like like if you like uncovering pieces yeah, like, of the plot. Endless summer, if you don't if you don't get all twelve idols, you you lose a major part of the story. Yeah. Of who the endless is. <laughs> Even like the first one what, what, what do we collect the we collected the idols in the first one. Um the that you don't get Rourke. You don't get to see like him kind of emerge. I think that was such like an int- like gr- like you do see it at the beginning of the next book, but like you also don't like you don't get like the like the hint of like 
of like Ly- uh, of Lila and you don't get the hint of like Rourke and you don't get the hint of like something's going on like that like that's going on that's more sinister than what's on the surface. Yeah. All right, so uh, so that was your next best, right? Yes. All right, so the next best I had, uh, I'm actually, I'm, uh, I have three three of each left on my list. <laughs> uh, so I got uh, Red Carpet Diaries, the sexual assault. I actually thought they, I liked how it actually resolved in a real, realistic way, similar to s- how it would re- resolve in real life. I was going to say, when you said Red Carpet Diaries, I got very concerned. And then we said the, that plot. I agree. I think that they, I think they handled it with a lot of because I think they were trying to make it very current, which was because of when that book was coming out. Me too was a huge thing, and it was get gaining so much attention. And I think the way that they put it in the book made it relatable, but not like skeevy. And then they made a resolution that like you could like sit with and go, "I'm happy with what happened," and like. Do I think it's perfect and it's the perfect ending for everybody? Everybody, no. But am I happy with what happened? The MC got her closure. Yes. Yeah, like you, you outed them. Other actresses supported you. Uh, I mean, even I mean, if you take the carnival scene with the niece, then the niece supports you. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, they don't really show what happens to him, but I mean, I'm a, I assume that he gets the Harvey Weinstein treatment. Yeah. I just like I think it's a I honestly I'm kind of glad that they don't because I think that the, I just like that doesn't need attention like yes I'm, I'm it, glad that they just ended it with him being like, outed yeah and then like Thomas is like I put you in this movie and you now like and then you get to watch the movie with your friends and you're like this is like and you're like I've learned basically by like putting on a better movie than whatever they put on with Chadley yeah I mean, it's it's as well done as you could do a sexual harassment storyline. Yeah. All right. So, what's next in worst for you? Um, the closure for MC in my first two loves. I it is a hill <laughs> I will die on that I've. Your mad. first two loves are who you choose and photography. Like, yeah. fuck you. First of all, yeah. Fuck, fuck that. you, writers. But this also, is not the, what this book was. The closure. So, the closure that Mason has, I think, is the best of the three. Where he's like, like, Mason's basically like, I think I was like, thought I was entitled to you. And I was like, thank you for finally acknowledging that that's what you're thinking, that you're entitled to MC. But I'm always going to be mad about the Emma scene or um, the Ava scene, sorry. I'm always going to be mad at the Ava scene because Ava goes, it feels like you didn't give me a chance. And I was like, no, 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 no. I gave you a chance. The writers didn't give you a chance. They introduced you as an ally not really fully until like chapter 74. Yeah. I, that's that's not on me, bestie. That's on them. I didn't get a chance. I And I know, but I, even though I didn't take, like, any of the Ava scenes, because I, I just knew I didn't, I was trying not to take scenes, period. But even though I knew that you guys took the scenes, and I know the scenes, and they put a lot more thought and care into Noah and Mason's plot lines than they did Emma. I keep saying Emma, it's Ava. They've been to Ava, and... 
it's just that whole thing boggles me every time I think about Ava saying feels like you didn't give me a chance because it's not my fault I couldn't have the choice I'm not the one that didn't make your love interest until chapter 74 I mean her her boat scene is actually not bad for us I mean it's bad but, but I think all I think the entire book's bad but yes agreed as far as what could be good in a bad book, her her boat scene, if you do choose her, isn't a bad scene. Yeah. I think that they're, like, from what I saw of screenshots of hers, like, there are some good scenes. I think that just, like, it, it was Mason's first Mason love. It was, like, that's, like, the, that's, like, the whole thing. It was basically, like, it was Mason. Yeah, no. I, I I hate Mason, so you can screw off. Yeah, Ugh, he's so annoying. He's so freaking annoying. I mean, everybody's annoying in the book, so I mean, yeah, in, in the <laughs> MC, worst of all. All right, so uh, my next worst uh, surrender: the fact that you actually win your divorce case, even though. Reagan does absolutely no work on your case the entire book. <laughs> I didn't care about the divorce case. I really, my brain literally at one point forgot that we were getting a divorce as I'm seeing. I, just I, went, I, did, I, I don't like the book, but I, I need to point out the fact that, number one, <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how a court hearing would work in any way. And just, number two, they literally do no work on your case the entire book, and then all of a sudden you have this perfect plan that's gonna gonna win for you. I just really like that they just pass off the case like that's their solution. So they just go, "Here you go." Yeah, and then I'm everything. I'm just gonna have a, a different lawyer. A, a lawyer who's literally never like talked to MC before has maybe probably read the brief once, then like absolutely decimates him. And, like, or decimates them. Like, it's, like, I granted, I get that Pat is, like, not smart. But, like, also, Pat is technically, I think, a lawyer. Like, Yeah, he's a property the, lawyer. They know some laws. Like, it's not like they know nothing. They know some laws. I understand why it has a book, too. I just don't, I don't know what they're going to do with a book, too. It's going to be uh, just like, I think they're going to let MC top Reagan at some point. (laughs) It's going to be family drama for Reagan. And I think, and and we're, it's going to get the nanny affair treatment. There's going to be a book three wedding. I don't want wedding books back. It's a three book series. I'm calling it now. I don't want wedding books to be a trend again. The wedding books are objectively all the worst. We're going to, book two is going to be dealing with Reagan's family. And then book three is going to be. MC becoming Reagan's family. You're gonna end the book getting engaged, and then book three is gonna be Reagan going back and forth on whether they actually want to be married or not until you actually get married. Yeah, I think I think Reagan's also gonna be like, I don't believe in the institution of marriage, and then MC at some point is gonna go, "You collared me, and I collared you," even though it's not really a thing. But um, and Reagan's just gonna be like. Yeah, but this is different. Even though it's literally just a, a piece of paper. The only good thing is that it pays for the books I actually like. Yeah. 
I that book that book. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, so what's your next best? Next best. Um I thought I really liked um whatchamacallit? The reveal in Bolas in uh Blades of Light and Shadow with Aaron. I did kind of start to see it a little bit, but I thought it was such a good idea of like, hey, let's introduce him. Let's make him a kind of an ally. And then now let's twist it. And then now let's take your friend. And like every single thing like that, like they kept twisting it. I was like, every time I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then the fact that like it ends and we don't know how it's going to fully resolve, but like I liked that they were like, you can capture Aaron or you can let him go. It's going to have an effect. Good luck. Yeah. No, and yeah, I, that, like, I liked that. Uh, that was on my best list as well, except mine was that the pieces form a sword, which give Aaron the shadow powers. Yes. That all the, all the poise, all, all those pieces that you gained throughout the book leads to him showing that he's the villain. Such a good reveal. It's a good another just it's a top tier book. It's just that like it, it's a reveal that feels earned, is what I'll say. Is like sometimes like I like going back to like like Landry, like it's a reveal that's not earned because we know it's happening. We don't care, like because we know what's gonna happen. Or like there's certain reveals that just don't have stakes. But like this is a like with like I think with um now I can't think of his name. All I can think of is uh, the 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 dead Beaumont. I can't think of his name. I keep on to say Balthy. But whatever his name is, that reveal yeah. didn't feel earned because, like, it just... I didn't care at that point. I was like, why are we getting another book? I, I don't care. He, he gave me skeevy vibes before. But the Aaron reveal feel, feels earned. Because it's not something that's expected, and it feels like the book worked towards it without telling you it worked towards it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, between that and the other reveal was that the the uh, the light are actually evil people. Oh my god, that I saw from a mile away. I choices hates a lot of institutions and like granted it's because their writers hate institutions but when they had like when they had Nia I was like Nia's not gonna do well with this I was like yeah but I I wasn't I think I knew the the light was gonna be evil but I wasn't expecting human sacrifice (laughs) that I will give you I was not expecting human sacrifice I was expecting them to be evil it's the the human sacrifice part that surprised me so you're like oh okay are they evil? Sure, I can see them being evil. I, I can. That, that that part doesn't surprise me. It's when they open the thing and you realize they're sacrificing humans to stay alive. They're taking life from people. An- okay, so another reveal. I'm gonna say that I really, really because I've said this before that like I think one of the great things about Bolus is the fact that like they balance really well characters that kind of go against each other that like you have like two orphans and like their experiences are very different you have two people who are like like pretty much royalty and like their experiences are very different and i loved the reveal that when you use the light and you use magic it uses some of your life yeah and then 
the way that like Nia and Tyro both react differently to that where like they both know but like Nia's like I don't care like I'm giving my gift versus Tyro's like you don't have a life to give and I thought that was such a cool reveal because I wasn't expecting that and then the whole argument that kind of came from that like it was so interesting and I was like and then like MC also being like you Nia you taught me how to use light like what the hell yeah like all of that works so well for me. Yeah, and then that that leads to the we know that this is what happens, and we're staying, you know, we're staying alive because we're stealing these people's lifespan. Yeah. And then the real world, when they're like, you don't think the elves did the same thing, which they probably did. Oh, I'm sure. We just don't explicitly see it. I just every single choice in that book, like I feel like leads to something and it leads to me thinking about things and then I'm like I'm like what is happening I'm like this is so good but I the reveal of Aaron is probably one of my favorite villain reveals besides Duffy I think that like it's just such an earned reveal and it's so it's so good it's just yeah, it's so like good you you see it coming but you also don't see it coming and the fact that, like, they literally have people who are still clamoring for Aaron to be an ally completely. Like, granted, everybody's always wanted an ally, but, like, Aaron has a very big base camp. And, like, I, granted, I am a part of it. But, like, they want him to be, like, a full ally. And I'm like, I would love to see it. I would love to see how they make that happen. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't know how, how he comes back with, you know, kidnapping Nia. If they want to make it happen, I think he might end up having like a kind of like a poppy type ally business where he's just kind of like you can sleep with him and then he's just present. Yeah, and I mean, I guess how it depends how they're going to resolve it whether you choose to capture him or let him go. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be interesting. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see what they do with Waku. I want. I want the announcements. I want the. I want okay, the so, announcement. I'm gonna jump to my worst because Blades was on my. I only have one best left. <laughs> uh, but I'll do my. How many? How many do you have left? Or do you? Do you have? Do you uh, have a set number or? Not really. <laughs> okay. I like. I started some and I went worst, best, and then like we've kind of talked about a lot of the stuff, so it's like it's like up in the air. I can. I can talk about other stuff, but if we don't have anything, I can also. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Right, well, 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 so I'll do my last two worst, and then I'll let you do a worst or two, and then we'll do one best each. Okay, sounds um, good. So first one for worst was um, not because I think it's bad, but because I thought it was rushed. The, the reveal that Becca was the killer in the unexpected here. Here is. Yes, um, I agree. Fully do agree I? I think it was said. a great reveal. I think it was rushed. It needed extra time to, to build up to it, and they didn't build up to it properly. They rushed the ending. I agree. Um, I loved that it. I loved how it happened. I loved. I think it's a great story. They just they dropped the ball with how they revealed it. It's it's more execution than it's it's bad execution. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is the reveal of who X is in Green Bay. See, I had it spoiled for me who X was. 
from the very start, so I always knew who X was. And I just continually kept going, that doesn't make sense. And every time I read it, I just went, this doesn't make sense. And then they revealed it, and I went, it still doesn't make sense. And the fact that, uh, like, X is supposed to be such a big part of it, and then it still comes down to you and Poppy. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what was the point of X? X ended up being nothing. I was like, why, why was this even a thing? Why, why was the, what was the purpose? What was the reason? What was the reason? God, Queen B2 is such a letdown. Yeah. Queen B2 one was so good. Amber made me, I guess she didn't make me, but she talked me into playing it romancing Kingsley, and it is actually a better book if you romance Kingsley. Uh, yeah. The yeah. series is better with Kingsley as your love interest. Because it's meant to be a single ally series. Because there's so much of book two that doesn't make sense if Kingsley's not your love interest. I would totally agree. Like, Kingsley's a stalker if they're not your love interest. It's great. It's great. It's great. Alright, so what's uh, so what's uh, one or two more worsts for you? Um, slow burn um, with the Everett slash Yvette, if you don't try and make them mad, uh, they still get upset at you and they still like blame you and it constantly frustrates me because I always picked the options to be nice because I don't, I liked Everett slash Yvette and I just was like, I was like, what's the reason? Why do I have to deal with this? It was so frustrating. Um... Slow Burn yeah. is a horrible reread. I actually didn't mind it the first time I read it, and I really think it comes down to that nothing else good was out at the time. But rereading yeah. it, I'm just every time I reread it, I hate it more. I think for me, it's another one of those books that I like the romance, I don't like the plot. I don't even think the romance is that good. I think because it just it's the same it's the type of ally I like that's like is mean but likes MC and only MC it, it ever just fits that box so perfectly yeah but they're just not likable in any way like at least Drake's likable in some scenes Yvette Everett are not they're not a likable character in any way Agree to disagree on that one because I did play Everett a lot. I haven't played it in a while though, so I could replay it again and be like, mm, Everett sucks, but like, I liked Everett a lot. I'll probably never replay it again. I've played it three times, and each time I played, I dislike it more. <laughs> Gotta play it one, one more time just so you can fully say that you hate it. No, oh, I think I'm already there. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, <sighs> Oh, sorry. And did you have another one? I was just the quick one, which is Rising Tides, which is that they had a protest, and then he went, uh, I, he went. I guess I could stop being uh, creating climate change, and everybody rejoiced. It always will frustrate yeah, me. That's that's how quick a corporation just gives up. <laughs> they go one protest, I'm done. Yeah, one protest from a small it, town. It, it was so bad that I just took it off my list without yeah. even mentioning it. <laughs> I like I was looking I, through. I was like, I think I cut everyone, and then I like there was like a star next to Rising Tides, and I went, Why did I do that one? And then I thought about it for a second. I went, Oh, it's one of the things I hate most in that entire oh, book. There's like 50 people outside our business. I better <laughs> turn. I better stop polluting. <laughs> it's so stupid. 
after everything I've done, like leave fish heads in in your car and threaten to harm your family, especially yeah. your sister. Tra- what if I just trashed your know. house? It's just it's so. And now it's like oh oh okay we'll stop. Wink wink. All right, so uh, my best resolution was the, when you when they revealed that in Bloodbound that you're an ancestor of the first vampire, and that's why you have your visions. Oh my god, total agree, total agree. I didn't even think about that one, and now I'm thinking, why did I think of that? That was so good. Like when Reyna realizes that she killed her daughter, heartbreaking. Oh yeah. And they did such a good job. Like, of and then right after she's like, she's just like, she just basically just gives up, like, which is understandable. Like, you know, you're, you just realize like all the power in the world is not worth it. When I realize that I'm the one who, who killed my daughter. Killed the thing that she loves the most in the entire world. Like, and, and I mean, if you look at it, like everything, everything she's done since has come down to revenge, revenging her daughter and her husband. And then she realizes that she's the one that actually killed her daughter. Yeah, I, I just it, it ended. It, it just it ended like it just was such a good plot reveal, and like it then made everything make sense because it was like, why is MC doing this? Like, why is MC the one able to? And like, so many times I feel like in books that like they they make the MC the chosen one, but they don't explain why. They're just like they're just like you're just the chosen one, and I think they did such a good job of justifying why MC is the chosen why one why MC is like the a really powerful vampire like why MC has the site like it it's because they have that like bloodline yeah they're they're part of the original bloodline yeah and I I just thought it was really good I mean I still wish they let the ending where you just kill everybody be your ending yeah i, w- I mean I it wouldn't it wouldn't be the ending i take all the time but i thought it was a really interesting because you are heartbroken at that point you you lose either Jax or lily could you imagine though if it just if you took that and then it went we hear bloodbound hope you enjoyed reading <laughs> it was like no resolution they just end it right there I, I would have been okay with that i thought i think that would have been great I think I would have been like, because the first time I did it, I went, what if? And I hit it, and then it was like, it gave me the scene, and then I went back and I went, oh, okay, that sucks, but whatever. But like, I, I just think that, like, I think I would have, like, the first time I've been like, what? Huh? I'm like, is that how it really ends? And then I would have replayed it and been like, oh, okay. I mean, the ending where you get healed with your love interest is better, but I think it would have been interesting to be like, this is the, this is one of the endings you can have. Instead of a return to checkpoint. Yeah. All right. So one more best from you, and we'll call it a night. Sounds good. Um, mother of the year, the case with the guy. I think, even if you don't take diamond scenes, the fact that no matter what, you still win. I think it, it was a necessary plot device. But the fact There's that no you way had... you can't not win. I know, but, like, I think the way that they, they handled that, plus the way that everybody, like, even, no matter if you're romancing everybody or if they're just friends with you, the way that everybody comes to support you, the way that 
you eventually like your daughter like mc's daughter like like also is the one who's like at the end of the day is the one that um is like the one that like is like the reason that you she stays but like the question and it's always like it's the part that made me out loud go oh my god when mc asks guy says what does daughter want to be when she grows up because it's been such a central part of the book is that the daughter wants to be an astronaut and like it's mentioned so many times like it's in outfits and it's in show scenes it's in like it's in like so many things and he can't say it and i went i was like i was like oh and that was the moment that i was like i was like we got it i was like no matter what like even if like even if i knew like i knew that we weren't gonna lose the case but like, no, was, there was absolutely no way you're going to have a book called Mother of the Year and you lose the case if you, yeah. you don't take the diamond scenes. Especially with the fluffy book imagine like the up, no, Just imagine the uproar if you could lose the case. I, was like, I think you can lose, like, you like you get, like, less things from Guy if you don't, like, do well in the case. So, like, no matter what you win, which is the important part. But, like, the way that it happens to me, I think, is such a clean resolution that it basically rewards you and says like, Hey, he's a shit person. There's no way he's ever going to get Chandler. Or I might, I called mine Chandler. So, um, but he, there's no way he's ever going to get the daughter because he doesn't care. It's a, she's a pawn. And like, I yeah. just like the, the, the resolution to me, just like, it made me feel good. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like I said, the, the fish team, the episode about family members. He, the only reason he wants custody is because somebody told him it would make his business. It would make him look better for business. Yeah. Being a family person would probably would make his stock go up. Yeah. That's that's the only reason he wants custody. I just did. I liked it. But no, no, yeah, it's definitely. A, a good resolution. I mean, even though there's no way it wasn't going to happen, it's it's done well. I think that it's just like the way it's done is the way that I like. It's like, I know with choices it's almost guaranteed I, it, there's always going to be a happy ending. And if there's not a happy ending, there's probably going to be a book too. Like, yeah. it, it, almost every single book has that. And it it's the way, it's just the way that it happens that like, it's that one question and it, to me, it just, like, it just went, I love this. I went, it, it just, it was so good. And it resolved it in a way that I enjoyed it. That, like, I, like, I think if it hadn't been that, I think I would have been, like, well, why does, it, like, a judge believe, like, everybody? Like, like, a bunch of people are saying that they're all on MC side. Like, but when they asked that question, I was, like, this is perfect. Yeah, because it shows that he has really no interest in his daughter. I mean that that should be the first thing you know. Yeah. Not maybe not the first, but you should definitely know what your child wants to be just by having conversations with your child. Yes. So that was a, that was, that was fun. <laughs> we we covered a lot. Yeah. We covered almost I feel like all of the books at this point. But thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. Tell Molly to hurry up and get better so we can so I can talk to Elizabeth with her.
Trust me, me too. I want to be able to go outside of my room without a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, if my wife got it, I would just suck it up. Because if my wife gets it, there's no way, no way I'm avoiding it. I've tested multiple times and I've tested negative. So yeah, cross I mean, my fingers it, that if, I don't it, have if it. it was a roommate that had it, I would avoid them. But I'm not going to avoid my wife if she gets COVID. Yeah. I um I'm just gonna I'm just gonna real I'm just gonna settle with the fact that I I'll get it because I'm not gonna sleep in a different bedroom than my wife. I, I work from home. If I get COVID, it's not the end of the world. One of my coworkers, he had to call out for a while because he had uh he was like pretty sure he had COVID because his doctor's like yeah you probably do because he his wife had COVID. Um, turns out negative the entire time. They shared a bed during COVID when she had it. Never got COVID. Which tells you vaccines work. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fully vaccinated. I've had two boosters. I don't know if I'm allowed to get a second booster yet. But I will let you go because I know it's getting late for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll get together again and do another episode in the future. Sounds good to me. All right. Thanks, Ari. Thank you, Eric. Right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to Ari for joining the show this week. She can be found on Twitter at ChoicesOOF, where she shares her thoughts on numerous visual novel games. And as always, you can of course find us on Twitter at Let's Talk W Eric. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. 